this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. You hear, um... Oh, who's that? Help me! Help! Oh, sorry, goes in. An innocent boy is kidnapped. Hello. Oh, God, what is that? Kill it! Kill it! Kill it! <laughs> and the fight to find him will be traumatizing. Oh! Both your old fortitude saves. Oh, crap! <laughs> this is looking bad for Gormley. I failed. Leaving the group with an age-old question. I think we should rest, because I only have, I have one channel left. Everybody's hurt. To rest, or not to rest. I don't think we can survive another fight. You have one more channel positive energy? Mm-hmm. I say you do and, one more, and, and we open have his burning hands. One more, open the door. One more, open the door. <laughs> <laughs> the adventure continues now. It's Matthew from the Glass Cannon Podcast, a.k.a. Gormley the Witch. we got a very exciting episode for you today. We face an enemy I never thought would actually be an enemy, and whoever thought that up was uh, either a crazy genius or just really disturbed. Anyway, yeah, so you know, we're really excited by, the, by the, you know, the feedback we're getting, and keep it coming. Tell your friends. Share this with everyone. You know, we'd love to hear what we're doing wrong, what we could do better. You know, if you can get us on Gmail, glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com, or tweet us at glasscannonpod. Or you can find us on Tumblr, glasscannonpodcast.tumblr.com. Anyway, enjoy the episode. I'm just going to sit here and roll dice until I roll two 20s in a row. (laughs) (laughs) And then we can start playing. Well, that should only take an hour statistically. I'm going to go get a six pack. I rolled a 20 and a 17. We'll count it. Close enough. And yeah. we'll also count it as my first two attacks. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm glad you got that 20 out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 1 in 400 chance <laughs> of running rolling two twenties in a row. <laughs> Thought you went to school for plays, not math. <laughs> uh, so when last we met our heroes, we were, uh, we were in this uh, basement of the Plague House. You guys came down here and uh, walked into some pretty uh, horrible bear traps. Uh, then you fought and murdered a flood troll uh, while a half-orc was flinging shit at you. Uh, he took off uh, before you could... Uh, and Lork recognized him. Lork That's recognized what I remember. him, yes. And that was our big cliffhanger. Who was this man? His name is Doc Tani. Doc Tani? Yes. Is he from Trunau? He is. He is a middle-aged half-orc resident of Trunau. Um... How do you spell Dakatani? Uh, D-A-K-T-A-N-I. Oh, yeah, it's the less common Dakatani spelling. Right. <laughs> it doesn't end in a Y. Hit damn hippie parents. Um, yeah, he's just a, uh, you know, you know him as one of the, uh, one of the few half-orcs in town. Uh, you don't have a personal relationship with him, uh, but you immediately recognize him since you guys share a common bond of being... Uh, one of the uh, don't say it don't okay. say it <laughs> happy god damn it. oh my god <laughs> keep your um, comments in your pocket <laughs> is he uh it, what does he do for like for a living do, is he uh do uh, i know his trade n- no he's uh 
He just lays around. Yeah. Vagrant. Well, he's lazy like all half horse. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Do you know if he has any relation to Brynja whatsoever? Uh, no, not that you know of. Uh, not, and not that you know of either, Lork. He's just kind of one of these guys. Maybe he's got like a... He no, doesn't work for the militia. Maybe he works as like a, a laborer. Any priors? Big dude. Yeah. Any priors? <laughs> he, he a rap could, sheet as long as your spear. He could be a, he could be a, a sleeper cell for the Belks and Horde that wants to take down Trunaus. Well, I was thinking, um, because last time, I know you said that the stuff we found in the chest looked like it had been stolen from Trunau, but with the disguise kit and the signet ring and the noble's outfit, I was thinking maybe there's some kind of infiltration going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, somebody is stealing stuff from people in Trunau, and it, yeah, it might be like not just common thievery, but I mean, maybe they're are they you know portraying themselves as nobles to get into places? Yeah, that's and what then, I'm wondering. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, hello, I'm Lord So and So from the but we your never mom's had- house. <laughs> <laughs> you know that place. <laughs> I used to live there. So, uh, <laughs> and we never identified the signet ring, the house it belonged to, correct? No. Okay. No. Yeah, we tried some, I think, knowledge. No one had knowledge. Nobody has knowledge of ability. ability. Although knowledge. I, signet ring. Yeah, I should have it. But I, I have knowledge know. local without, and knowledge history, but neither of those would help with the signet ring, would they? So. You tried You tried knowledge local, and it, it didn't. It, yeah, it didn't ring a bell. It and didn't you look. failed. Uh, where did you guys find that, by the way? Sorry. It's been so long. It was in the chest. In the chest in this room? With the, uh, yeah. yeah with there's, the there's another yeah. chest as well that we haven't tackled, correct? A right lock, there. A lock the box. top of the safe. Yeah, upstairs. There's the lockbox. So there's... Uh, in there's the, also a bookcase in this room that you guys haven't taken a look at. I oh, would, shit. And in addition, in this room, there, there, are some, there are multiple entrances, correct? There's a portcullis. Right. There's a uh, portcullis to the south, um, which... Uh, yeah, poor calls to the south, and then there. And that leads back the way we came. We came down the stairs. Yeah, it would make was, sense that that came uh, when you guys came down the stairs. You saw a statue around a corner, and then a door at the end of the hallway. And now you realize that, like around another hall, the hallway down there was uh, the portcullis that led into this room. You guys chose a different route. We went through the back door. Right, and you, so this, uh, where you're standing now, to the east is the hallway that was full of bear traps. There is a door to the west, and then there is also a hallway leading north, which is uh, where Doctani ran. Okay. So let's, uh, let's examine that bookshelf to begin with. Uh, I'm going to roll a perception on it. As will I. All right. Natural twenty. It's oh, a good start, man. Oh. Damn. So that I said two twenty in a row. So. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight to uh, total. Twenty-one for Gormley. Seventeen for Lork. All right, everyone, stop yelling. Lork, master, Lork. <laughs> so yelling. Uh, okay, the bookshelf holds little of value. Oh, great. <laughs> thanks, only, for, thanks for pointing it out. Only the mostly destroyed pages of Yomadai's holy texts, aptly named Acts of Yomadai and several other weathered scriptures. Oh, wait. I think we did check this out last time. I, I remember the Acts I remember of the Omadai yeah, being yeah. mentioned. Oh, well, I'm not editing this out of the podcast, so I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Reiterating. Okay, so that makes sense, uh, because this was formerly a temple of Yomadai. Good. Yes. True. Very true. There's also a giant holy symbol of Yomadai <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> We're standing on it right, right now. It's the sword, the long sword. Is so, there any... Sorry, could I do a... 
Have we done a perception check, like on the symbol, like on the floor, to see if anything? Yeah, uh, yeah, we did, and we determined that it was uh, a, the seal of Yomadai from like the original construction of the church. It was not graffiti. It was not graffiti. Right, it was not, not new. Confused. It was like old, uh, old Yomadai from. Uh, I'm assuming that this basement was part of the original structure that was burned down, and maybe, and this went undamaged because wasn't too burned. Can I ask? Uh, can we do a, a dun- somebody not me do a dungeoneering check to see where the bottomless pit would be relative to our location? Bottomless pit. Right? Oh, from upstairs. from upstairs. Oh, from upstairs. Can right. somebody roll uh, roll uh, knowledge dungeoneering if you have it? I have it. Lork, oh. Lork, Lork has it from Lork's old dungeoneering days. Yep, uh, fifteen. Uh, 15, you get the sense, uh, just based on you were just upstairs, so you're kind of getting the lay of the land, that it would have come from the uh, the north... Um, northeast? So northeast, yeah. Where we haven't been yet. Right, okay. so when you guys came down the hallway, you took a left into to go into all these bear traps. But you knew that you could go down, keep going down that hallway, and there was another door there. You would think that somewhere beyond there... Is where the bottomless pit was. Is where the bottomless pit was. And that's the same direction that Doctani ran. Right, on, no. the, on the other side. Right, 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 but yeah. the same general direction. Yeah, north. Let's call it north. All right. Baron uh, turns to Lork and says, Well, buddy, you got any idea where to go next? I say we go deeper. We find him. I know him. Doc Tani. <laughs> uh, Doc Tani? Yeah, he's a vagrant. Doesn't work. Is he a trust fund orc? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I haven't seen many orcs with trolls before. This is a might be curious. Uh, so can we? I mean, can Lork step up to where the hallway we ran down and look around the corner, do a perception check? I mean, we stopped right when he ran down. Sure, and we opened sure. up this treasure chest of loot, but we didn't actually look down the hallway yeah, where he okay. ran. <laughs> Just look around the corner. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, you totally can. I mean, this is a fantasy right, game. Let me, let me, whatever you want. Let me peek around the corner. Oh, we just got hit by a crossbow. Oh. <laughs> Just joshing you. Uh, you see uh, another hallway with uh, two doors. Now, mind you, you guys were still bottlenecked in the uh, where that bear trap room was, so you didn't see um, where Doc Tani ran off. Which you. door he went into. Yeah, which door or which way he went. Um, but, yeah, you see two doors, one facing east, one facing north. And they're both shut? Yes. Uh, he covered his tracks cleverly. <laughs> Shutting could doors. Have been shutting doors. doors. As a genius at doors. He certainly was not born in a barn. Uh, can I do a perception <laughs> check on, uh, on both doors, just kind of listening to see if I hear anything on the other side? Sure. Do you want me to roll for each door or one roll? For no, go ahead and roll for one. Okay. We only have an hour. Uh, ten. Mm. You hear the distinct sounds of a wooden door. <laughs> <laughs> Is it all right if uh, Baron listens in? Uh, at sure. a different height. Baron, uh, right. yeah, Baron sidles up to the doors and puts his tiny dwarven ear up to them. To the door's crotch. And rolls a 14. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't hear anything. You don't, nothing, uh, nothing significant. Um, okay. Uh, instead of just pursuing this guy, do we, do we want to check the door that's back in, in the room where the flood troll was? Sure. Yeah. Um, on the uh, yeah, let's do that. He obviously wall. knows this basement better than we do, so he's probably long gone. Yeah, and I don't want to just get uh, 
just track him in, into a directly into a trap. You know, right. I don't want to. F- uh, so, yeah, open a door and three half works with crossbows just fire at you. So yeah, let, let's. Uh, I'll do a perception check on the door that's in the room where we killed the flood troll. Okay. Uh, there we go. Twenty two. Okay. So uh, this door here to yeah, the west. Just for listening, uh, you hear nothing. Open uh, it. Okay. Uh, can I? I'll do a stealth check to try to open it quietly and peek in. Okay. Roll stealth. Uh, 13. Okay, so you uh, stealthily open the door, and you see a room that resembles an urn repository. It, res- <laughs> it resembles it because it is an urn repository. <laughs> <laughs> resembles uh, all the urn repositories. <laughs> Sometimes in an effort to try and explain things. I, I was just reading urn repository weekly. Absolutely wrong word. Yeah, you don't want to give too much away. Uh, <laughs> it's allegedly an urn suppository. <laughs> suppository. <laughs> repository. Imagine an urn repository. It's not the an urn suppository. <laughs> yeah. I want I want the ashes of my loved one stuck up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Wait, is that, a, that, that has to be a real thing somewhere. Somebody somewhere has that fetish. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> There's no fetishes that yeah are, aren't taken up somewhere. Unexplored. <laughs> Someone. Well, um, anyway. Dibs, by the way. You guys want a little flavor, <laughs> little flavor text? I would love Please. some. Uh, uh, the mm. walls of this chamber are uh, pocked with uh, cubby holes, like skull-sized cubby holes, each containing a single brass or clay urn. Some long since shattered or dented. Others still completely intact. Um, To the north, around the corner, so you can see a lightly colored stone statue depicting a burning chariot wheel Mm. uh, occupying the northwest corner of the room. Uh, Two iron doors on the eastern wall. Oh, that's where you guys are. Allow egress from the room. So you guys are coming in from that way. Gotcha. Galabras. That, yeah, what is that statue? That uh, that statue make uh, heads or tails to you? Well, he's not uh, technically in the room yet, so do we want to just like oh, walk sure. in there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can, Lork will walk in, see this stuff. I come uh, in also. Yeah. Gormley walks in and picks up an urn from the far wall and rotates it like a brandy snifter <laughs> and starts to take a sniff, uh, take a whiff of the the uh, the deceased contents. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so you guys walk in into the room, and you want to check out the statue? Yeah, I want to do a religion check on it. Okay, sure. Um, oh, God, uh, ten. And don't. <laughs> what an idiot. God don't. damn it. Uh, it's my only job. <laughs> don't quite recognize it. Okay. Huh. Burning wheel. Can I do a perception on it? Uh, yes, you can. Oh. See if there's any hidden... Can I do a history check on it? Uh, no. <laughs> Even though I said you can do anything you want in fantasy. You There's nothing historic that. about this. <laughs> Eleven. Uh, yeah, nothing. So I am going to use my dwarven stone cunning ability uh, to receive a check to notice unusual stonework uh, within ten feet. Uh, but I'm just going to do a general perception check on it. I rolled a twenty-three. Um, it is it is made of a, a quality stone from a long time ago. But is there anything unusual? Any hidden doors or traps in the stone walls or floors around me? Um, would you roll a twenty-three? Yes, mm-hmm. sir. Uh, roll a perception. Follow, follow that up with a perception check. That is a 
21. Okay, so you're you're looking at your you're dropping your mic. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, so you go over to the statue and you start uh, feeling it and, and looking at it, and you notice uh, behind the statue are cobwebs and, that are uh, blocking what looks to be some sort of hidden passage. Ooh. Uh-huh. And just as you turn to tell uh, oh, these guys about it, Lork starts feeling really, really strange as he is engulfed. By a gelatinous cube. Oh my god! Are you oh. kidding me? Roll for initiative. Where did it come from? Scared, they're they're scared invisible. Up. I hate to tell you this, but I don't think he's kidding. <laughs> I don't think he is. Uh, oh boy. Oh man. What do you mean they're invisible? They're invisible. Gelatinous yeah, cubes because they're clear, so like you can't like see them unless you make a so you make wa- contact with them. Or you walked into a jello cube. They're, they're totally <laughs> they're invisible while stationary. So uh, you can walk into a room, do a perception check, and you'd be like, "Oh, I see something there." Uh, but if you walk directly into its square, like Lork did, uh, it automatically engulfs you. Oh, jeez. Uh, okay, what everybody uh, get? Let's start with Galabras. Four. Collaborous with a four. Gormley. Twelve. Ooh, and Gormley usually rolls high. Lork? Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen for the Lork man. Baron? Twenty-one. All right. Shoot it. Um, That's what I do. Okay, so now... (laughs) It's my role. My only job. (laughs) the, uh, The surprise round happens, and what that is is the cube doing its business with poor... Poor Lork. Uh, so, Lork, I need you to roll a fortitude save. Okay. 18. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. That's good, right? Totally good. Oh. Oof. You're paralyzed for 10 rounds. What? All right, now I'm going to go uh, <laughs> get some lunch. Can you, uh, you grab us a pizza? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell, man? You, uh, yeah, you're paralyzed for 10 rounds. And uh, you're also, you gain the pinned condition. What does that mean? Uh, You are flat-footed, take a minus four to your AC, and can only take verbal or mental actions. Okay. With the exception of checks made to escape. Damn. It says you can only take verbal or mental actions except checks made to escape. Escaped. Escape. But I can't make a check to escape at all because I'm paralyzed at this point, right? Correct. Um, and just for good measure, you also take three points of acid damage. Oh, man. So this cube just, you walk, it engulfs you, paralyzes you, pins you, and starts eating away at your skin. Ugh. Everyone got a clear picture of that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, Baron, you're up. Uh, Baron is going to step forward five feet towards the gelatinous cube. Okay. Uh, he's going to do his best Bill Cosby and uh, destroy it. Uh, <laughs> the jello. Oh, with the pudding pop. Uh, uh, he's going to pull out his gun and. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> with, uh, with his up close and deadly skill, he is going to shoot the gelatinous cube. Fair enough. Oh, man. Nine. <laughs> however, however, up close and deadly, even if I miss with the attack, I graze the target, dealing half the extra damage anyway. So I'm going to do roll a 1d6. Ah. I do two points of damage. Roll to five, doing two points of damage. 
All right. <sighs> the bullet just goes in it and stays lodged in there. Lork, see, Lork sees it like slowly coming at his head. <laughs> like one of those YouTube videos of <laughs> slow-mo bullets. <laughs> it's like <laughs> coming through the gel. Uh, all right. Gormley. I'm going to shoot at it with my crossbow. Okay. Do I take a, do I take a penalty? Because it, is it technically in melee combat with Lork? <laughs> Even though it is? Uh, no. It, it's, no, I'm not, it's I'm not threatening yeah. it. So. He's like occupying the same space, so it's. Uh, but he's in melee combat with Baron. So it's still no, not, well, Baron shot at him. He's Baron not, shot. Oh yeah, but I'm within melee range. Yeah, just take the penalty. Yeah, just take the penalty. All right, so I roll a sixteen, so that's a twelve to hit. Twelve to hit, huh? That would be a hit. Oh, okay, gorgeous. Must be a big, really big cube, cube of yeah. gel- jello. Yeah, <laughs> one, one point of damage. One point of damage. Uh, oh boy! I can hit, I can hit the broadside of a jello cube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I skipped Lork. I'm sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. He's paralyzed. paralyzed. Okay. That's why I skipped. And that is my turn. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you can still make a mental action. What do you want to say? I think about daffodils. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is he supposed to do? <laughs> uh, a mental action. You could make mental like a action. It was really. You you could could make a Lurk doesn't have a lot of mental. You could either go to your happy place or use the secret. Yeah, I'm going to find my power animal. You could do and, uh, <laughs> use it to inspire me to get out of this. He thinks jam. You could compose oh, a haiku. Oh, gross! Oh. <laughs> you <He> could <laughs> actually do a knowledge check, and if you've got something useful, you could yell it out to us. Because uh, you can speak, right? Uh, oh, I can speak. Okay. Um, can, will knowledge dungeoneering work on this cat? I think it is dungeoneering. Is for it an, stuff like this. an aberration? Uh, yeah, it is. Well, it is an ooze. Uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, oozes fall under dungeoneering. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah you don't see these on the, in the surface world. Well, yeah, this is Lork's <laughs> specialty, dungeoneering, so let's see. 17. All right. Um, what are you interested in knowing? Uh, I'm interested in knowing um, if piercing damage is not as effective. No, it, it, it is totally effective. Okay. Uh, and you rolled high enough to know that it's immune to electricity. Okay. Maybe that'll come in handy. Put your tasers away, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. So, uh, uh, yeah, I encourage them to keep uh, shooting at it. And now it is... Shoot her! Shoot her! Shoot Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Skid. Shoot <laughs> um, All right, Galabras is, I guess, just going to step up. To the streets? To the mic. <laughs> and swing at it with my ineffective m- mace. Hold on. Mace of ineffectiveness, minus seven. Mace of suck. <laughs> uh, okay. It's heavy. Well, you have a you have a bonus now that you're second level to your two hit. No, because... Uh, no, I don't. Clerics don't get one. And I missed. Well, I rolled a six. Hit. I, hey, all right. <laughs> really? How yeah. presumptuous of me. <laughs> it is a giant cube of ooze. I guess it's not that hard to hit it. That was such a bad roll. Though. Wait, he assumed, I rolled a nine. He rolled a nine and assu- assumed he missed. Baron. Yeah. With the gun. Oh, so I just fucked that up then? Oh, wait, I'm sorry. You did hit it. Oh. Yeah, I was looking at something Well, he else, rolled a and five. And my So, Bar- Baron, you, you can do roll your damage. I'm sorry about that. 
Oh, I rolled 12 total points. So I told you I did two, but I did 12 points. That's a big difference. That's a, yeah. So another 10 more. Another 10 more. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Lurk is paralyzed. He's like, let's go back in time. Gorm, uh, gonna go back. Galabras, yours did hit as well. I rolled max damage, eight. Nice. Look at this. Look at you, Galabras. I'm a warrior. (laughs) (laughs) Do it in the Galabras voice. I'm a warrior. (laughs) Don't fuck with Galabras. Galabras <laughs> uh, also Lord Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yes, you know. Oh, what no. I assumed its AC was higher, so when you said nine, I'm like, no way, nine hits. I was reading about ooze traits, and then I came back, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what its AC is. It just has a zillion hit points. I got ooze traits right here. Oh, stop uh, it! <laughs> Speaking of ooze traits, it is now going to attempt to engulf Baron. Now, Baron, you have a choice of making a attack of opportunity or a saving throw. So if I do an attack of opportunity and it is not dead, I will be engulfed? Correct. You will will be engulfed. Wow. And I do a saving throw against what? Uh, It is a reflex saving throw to avoid the engulf. It's a really interesting choice. You can uh, try and attack it, but you'll get engulfed. Or you could not attack it at all and fail the reflex save and get engulfed anyway. Right. Sophie's choice. You face a real Sophie's choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe not quite. This is more, more <laughs> troubling. Meanwhile, Lork, you just see like bits and pieces of things. Okay, the uh, pineapple s- skulls, and it, it, it before <laughs> ashes items. When it engulfed Lork, it paralyzed him. Correct? It did. So I'm going to try to escape it. His. Can, does the escape artist add on to my reflex save at all, or no? Uh, well, it hasn't engulfed you yet. You can't escape it okay, until it engulfs great. you. But and well, if you pass just, your fortitude save, you won't be paralyzed. Reflex save. Well, reflex oh, okay, to avoid I see, engulf I see. and then... Okay, so I'm going to roll my reflex save to escape it now. All right, to avoid the engulf. Oh, yeah. 19 plus 6 is 25. Oh. Looks like somebody avoided the engulf. Clutch. Clutch. Uh, so it does not get a... Uh, I don't like it when I get my boots dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it does not, it cannot attack you. It tries to, like, a piece of it comes out and reaches after you, and you just move away. And that was its turn. That's a good idea. I think we're on the reflex save. Uh, round two, Baron. Baron's going to attack it. Up close and deadly. No, because I don't want to use all my grit points. Damn it. Oh. Ooh, 24. Yeah, that's a hit. Do you, you, you only get a critical on a 20 with the pistol? Yes, it's crit Thanks. times four. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Five points of damage. It doesn't yell out in pain because it has no mouth. <laughs> I, have I have no, no mouth, mouth and, and I'm, I'm a scream. scream. <laughs> what, what is that from? Classic PC game. <laughs> it's a book. It's a... Uh, well, yes. It's, it's I, Phil, don't, Phil I don't K- know how to read and you know this, is kid. It, is it Philip K. Dick? I know you know Dick. Probably. <laughs> Probably because one of the reasons Philip K. Dick was never popular during his living days outside of movies was because his book titles were terrible. Like, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Later titled Blade Runner in its theatrical adaptation. And this has been Dick Moment. <laughs> Sponsored by Philip K. Dick's Dead Soul. Sponsored by Cialis. I'm sitting over here and I... 
for a minute I thought I was watching another podcast and I enjoyed it <laughs> be sure to tweet at us <laughs> at glass cannon pod we should have dick facts like every once every episode <laughs> and it's just related to Philip K. Dick just yeah it's all about Philip K. Dick just, there's any, a lot of facts to give out about that dude send so. dick pics and it's just pictures of his uh, novels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> portraits of Philip K. Dick shots of Philip the, K. Dick the uh, author because there's got to be one listener out there going these fucking idiots don't know who wrote this goddamn book. Never listening to this podcast again. Uh, it's by Harlan Ellison. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Harlan Ellison, famously litigious Harlan Ellison, who I have met and who hit on my mom, actually, when I met him. This really is another podcast. This is really <laughs> great. He's also responsible for The Terminator. Yeah, or Harlan so he El- claims. Didn't Harlan Ellison also write the uh, the City on the Edge of Forever Star Trek episode? He did. That's that's correct. That's correct, Matt. All right, yeah. we're wow. getting we're getting nerdy. Joe, uh, do you, do you read books? Uh, no, I, I don't read books. <laughs> Harlan Ellison will absolutely sue us for this podcast for mentioning his name so often. Oh, that's right. You said he's Latino. But we're big fans. Are we, we love him, except for when he hit on my mom, which he did actually do. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly. Well, Sorry, if he which has he a did actually us, do allegedly. If he has a problem with us, we'll send a gelatinous cube to his house. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to paralyze him. Lork, you're up. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's a question. Uh-huh. Can you continually roll knowledge checks in an attempt to get more information? Absolutely. If you keep clearing it? all you can do, yeah. Okay. I'll try and more knowledge engineering. 11. Um, well, don't forget the CR of this is pretty low. So oh, right, right, right. Uh, We're still, low level, yeah. You still don't know anything, though. It's just... I'll yep. a little bit higher than 11. Okay. Um, Gormley. So can I reload my crossbow and fire again within the same? Yeah. Thing? Yeah, if you don't as move. Lo- as long as you don't move. Great. Yeah. I will reload and fire my crossbow at the gelatinous cube. Fire right. and ready. 13. That's Did you a hit. Track four? Nine. Still a hit. Nine. Nine. Got it. Two points of damage. Uh, chipping away. Chip, chip. Lork's going to take a look at that crossbow after chipping this away. thing. <laughs> Make sure it's working Does right. Work. Uh, Galabras. Warped. I'm going uh, to. You're going to shine against this guy, man. Just pound away. Yeah, I'm like feeling it right now. I'm like, wow, I'm actually hurting something for once in my life, other than my parents. <laughs> so I am going to attack again and 13. 13 hits. And. Another max damage eight. Oh, man. Whoa. I'm a killer. I'm a trained killer. <laughs> uh, all right, so the cube, uh, everybody's favorite cube, attempts to engulf. It's a GameCube? Baron. <laughs> oh, wait, everybody's up on there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So it moves forward to engulf both Baron and uh, Galabras. Is that Galabras or Gr- Galabras? Oh, Galabras. Galabras. Uh-huh. Gormley's in the back room. She was looking at the, the urns. She's an urn connoisseur. <laughs> so it, uh, suppository so Galabras and uh, Baron have to decide if they want an attack of opportunity or a saving Should we throw. try to just blow this thing away together in a combo move? That sounds pretty it's badass. AC is so low. Yeah. I mean... But if it gets, it might have of tons you, of it's help. Just it's just me and my crossbow. <laughs> what a, talk about Sophie's choice. <laughs> I'm gonna. It'll be so, just him as this thing is creeping towards. That's awesome. I, I'm Lo- probably better off attacking it because my reflex is zero. Uh, I'm also going to attack because gunslingers are daring, <laughs> and I can get back my grip point if I succeed. Yeah. Wow. If and and Troy deems it daring. We uh, like we like look at each other and it's like let's do this. <laughs> Nine. 
15. Both hit. Up close and deadly. Both hit. Uh, Galabras, roll your damage. Two. Okay. Oh. Nine points of damage. Still alive. Oh, Both of you roll fortitude saves. Crap. (laughs) This is looking bad for Gormley. I failed. 20. DC 20. That's Actually, insanely is high. it poison, a spell, uh, yeah. or a spell-like ability? Uh, it's an EX. What is that, exceptional? Yeah, it's not spell-like. It's not spell. Is it poison? Uh, no. It's, it's just paral- It's like an anesthetizing slime. Is it spell-like? No. No, it's, just, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm asking the same question different ways. Grant, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Stop it. It's not Gandalf. Galabras, <laughs> you're paralyzed for 14 rounds. Oh, <laughs> Uh, Baron, you're not paralyzed, so you, you're, like, still able to move around in it. I'm going to mute our mics. I'm like... <laughs> we'll, just sit here. well, no, because we so, can talk still. No, uh, I keep forgetting that. And Baron and Galabras both take five points of acid damage. Oh, well, so, I- so this ooze basically looks like the gross jello I never wanted to eat at the cafeteria with, like, the little pieces of fruit inside of it. Yeah, yeah, the, the pulp. Um, Only in this case, it's, like... Cremated heads and yeah, arms and legs and items and a belt. Let's uh, <laughs> let's take it back a second. Just walk through this. So uh, Lork is already in there, just seeing like uh, skeletal remains and maybe a scroll or two, like some <laughs> items and stuff. Completely paralyzed. These guys last last ditch effort. Both Baron and Galabras come up. Ah! Decimate it, but still keep it alive, and engulfs both of them. Paralyzes Galabras for a week and a half. Uh, <laughs> Baron sur- uh, does, avoids paralysis, but they both take five points of acid damage, and uh, and now it is the next round, and this thing is creeping ever slowly <laughs> towards uh, Gormley, who is painted into a very tiny ten foot wide corner. Oh man! With a statue on one side of him. There is, do we do know there's a secret door behind the statue, though, right? You do. So you can run and let them die. <laughs> that would be a, such a gormly thing to do. <laughs> Attack um, him with the scorpion, bro. But I'm not uh, risking Howie. No, don't risk Howie. <laughs> Howie is the star of this podcast. Now I, I should mention. I should mention it doesn't matter so much for Galabras, but for Baron, you do gain the pinned condition, which means once again that you take uh, you're flat-footed, take a minus four penalty to your AC. And you can only make verbal or mental act- actions except checks made to escape. So you can make a check to escape because you're not paralyzed, whereas Galabras cannot. And it is Baron's turn. So, and does that take, that's just my escape artist check to add to the bonus? Uh, it's yeah. just your escape artist check. Okay. Yeah. You just roll escape All artist. Right. And you, well, you have to beat a oh. CMD, maybe? Six. Oh, Baron rips himself out. Yeah! Oh! So it's not that hard. You just gotta I, not be paralyzed. Can I, uh, can I shoot him? Uh, or is that my homework? I think that's a standard action. That's a standard action, yeah. So, but you're out, which is good. Because uh, if this thing survives another round, you have one more chance at it. Uh, Lork? Uh, all right, I'll keep doing knowledge. There we go, 20. Um, 20. What do I want to know? It loves long walks on the beach. Vun- <laughs> vulnerabilities. Uh, yeah, what, is it vulnerable to fire? Is it vulnerable to something? Uh, I already used my burning hands. Damn it. No, it is not particularly vulnerable, vulnerable to anything. Um, it can't be, uh, it, 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 it can't be charmed. 
you know, that, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, that mental charmed. Right. Uh, oh, so the and, hexes wouldn't work. Yeah, I figured since there was no actual brain. It's, a, <laughs> right. it's immune. You roll really high, so it's immune to poison and sleep and obviously par- paralysis and stunning. Um, what, and are its, like uh, what are its turn ons? Uh, <laughs> what, are, what are its remaining hit points? Uh, <laughs> not a ton. <laughs> so it's up to Gormley. There's pieces of goo all over the walls. All right, again with the crossbow. Come on, man. Again with the crossbow. <laughs> uh, eight. Eight hits. Oh, so, so awesome. Roll that damage. Oh. One. Oh, you're oh, shitting oh, me. Oh, I'm, I, does someone else have a D8 they could lend me for this <laughs> take one of, Brutal, a I D8. have 40. Here, take one. <laughs> I, I honestly thought you were rolling a 1D4 minus 2. Here. <laughs> uh, okay, it is uh, Galabras Finn's turn. You want anything you want to think about? <laughs> uh, I'm going to channel positive energy. I, I guess you could do that. I yeah. can absolutely do that yeah, because yeah. you allowed it last night when we played in the other game and our cleric was paralyzed. I thought we wouldn't talk about that, kids. <laughs> I'm cheating on you, all right? <laughs> um, all right, everybody gets two points back. I'll take it. That's the sound of channel energy. Joe, you need a good channel energy sound effect. There should be one on the board there. That sounded like uh, something caught on fire. That was an ice. Thing. That was an ice thing. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a lightning one. Channel ice. <laughs> that seems very violent for yeah. a healing. Uh, I don't like that either. A healing aura. That was like, positive. <laughs> <laughs> you all take two points of damage. <laughs> That's like what sounds in my head when I lick a nine volt battery. Uh, all right, it's uh, your old pal the cube's turn again, and it goes to uh, slam Baron. 16. It's not a giant subtype, is it? No. Uh, no, that hits. Stop it. <laughs> uh, you take one point of damage and four extra points of acid damage. Just sears your skin. Ugh. Okay. Uh, and now it is Baron's turn. Did you deem what I did daring? Did I regain a grip point by shooting him? I'm glad you asked. It was quite daring. Thank yes. you. And you escaped. You get your grip point. I am going to you, shoot him up close it. and deadly. All my reloading, by the way, are swift actions. So. Um, explain it really dramatically. What's going on? Uh, Baron says, I ain't afraid of no ghost. And <laughs> he just got slimed. I mean, come on. Uh, oh, good point. And Baron pulls his pistol out and aims it at what he deems the ooze's head and says, Die, motherfucker. Die, motherfucker. Die. Wait, that's my head. <laughs> Finish him. I rolled an eight. Hit. Kill Do it. it. Oh. Nine points of damage. Baron pulls out his gun, shoots it. Who's <laughs> all over the walls? Yeah. Lork. Lork and Galabras <laughs> fall to the ground. Twitching. Not even twitching because you're completely paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Your eyes are twitching. <laughs> Moving side to side. I feel so funky. <laughs> uh, a couple, uh, uh, a minute or so passes and Lork starts regaining feeling in his body. Oof. And then... Uh, uh, you know, a minute afterwards, Galabra starts to be able to move again, but you just feel like your skin is burnt a little bit, and you just feel all around pretty gross. Ugh. That's got to be a seriously, like, traumatic incident. Yeah. yeah. To be engulfed by this, like, cube of corrosive jello. 
and paralyzed. Like I, I can't. You know, sleep paralysis. The condition sleep paralysis. I've had it. Yeah, you've had it. Oh, I've yeah, had it too. Have, yeah, it's the worst feeling it's, in the world. It's horrible. You're like awake. You're you're caught in the state between awake and asleep, mm-hmm. and you you just you're trying to move, but you can't, and so you just shake violently until you wake your body up. Yeah, it is awful, terrifying. Yeah, it's happened to me too. Yeah. What I would do is I would concentrate like on moving like my big toe. I would just like try to like move my. And the minute you can like do kill that, Bill. Yeah, exactly. And then you like break out of it like as soon as you can do that. Oh, oh it's, it's the worst. Horrifying. Yeah, I can imagine like we always talk about like uh, we used to talk about with Merwin like our old like DM how 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 what the kind of PTSD like adventurers must experience because like just the horrificness of like even just what we've been through now like would put anyone in the real a world, relatively low level simple encounter yeah would put anyone in the real world into a mental hospital for the rest of their lives <laughs> <laughs> you know? it is really it is really scary and messed up you're floating par- lose control of your entire body and you're just looking at piece, also pieces of skull and, and acid other, damage other, and, yeah. and you're burned and you're like am I going to end up here like this is it is this the end of my uh, life I die is here this the end I'm, of Galabras I'm, I'm carried around by this thing forever gross yeah. Uh, all right. On that note, did great. I mean, that thing was. Uh, is there was, anything of value that came out of it? That we yeah, can, you said a scroll. What a great idea! What a great question. Uh, yeah, there are some things uh, you notice in addition to a couple of uh, skeletal remains that had, like, the skin had been completely burnt off, and all that was left inside was that. You also find a scroll in a steel scroll case. Hmm. A masterwork chain shirt. <gasps> That might come in handy. Uh, a falchion, a star rose quartz amulet, and coins totaling 20 gold pieces, 95 silver pieces, and 144 copper pieces. What was the gold number? 20 gold. That's all you care about. 20 gold, 95 silver, 144 copper. And what was the thing after Falchion and before the... Uh, a star rose quartz amulet. Uh, for the noob I'll in the just, room. Uh, have I just been appraising things for you? Do I make you... You have, appraise? yeah. You yeah. said you hated appraised checks. Yeah, okay. So the, the, uh, the amulet's worth 75 gold pieces. And the steel scroll case uh, is worth 50 gold. Nice. Um, and you can roll spellcraft on the, on the scroll. I would like to roll spellcraft on the scroll. I would like you to roll spellcraft. There you go. 21. Oh, baby, it is a scroll of hold portal. What? Oh, okay. That, like, blocks a door, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Or at least a portal. Well... <laughs> uh, I'm inside. And for the, for the noob in the room, what is a falchion? Uh, it is a large two-handed curved weapon. Like it's imagine, a sword. yeah, imagine like a uh, like, it's a like a scimitar, scimitar you know, uh, like jinx. a pirate scimitar, but it's yeah. bigger and two-handed. Um, yeah. Lork might actually use that. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a favored weapon of is, a lot of half orcs. Could you do? Is there is any any of it magic apart from the scroll? Can you detect magic? Normally, I'll, I'll detect magic on the on the remains. <laughs> Uh, no, you don't detect any magic with the okay. exception of the scroll. I love that detail that only things made out of metal survive the acid. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah. Like, that's why the scroll survived, is because it's in a metal case. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I say... That's some good writing. Sir. Yeah, good job. Who's the guy who wrote this? I don't know. We got to tweet at him, though. I love this guy. Uh, Patrick Rini, or Rini, R-E-N-I-E. This guy's great. Yeah. 
We, I, love, we love you. I love you, Patrick. <laughs> Come join our podcast. Baron uh, wipes the remaining slime from his beard as if he's squeezing the water from a sponge and says, good riddance. And then he lets the group know about the secret passageway he found. (laughs) I want to go home. Uh, Anybody else want to roll knowledge religion on that statue? I I don't have it. I think Calabras is the only one that has it. That's his whole job. I know. I can't do it again. And he fucked it up. I could do it untrained, but I don't have religion. Could I have gotten a moment of clarity from my new Could he have grabbed the Yomadai book from upstairs and used that as a reference (laughs) to read through and then make a judgment call on the statue? It was pretty beat up uh, and wet. But uh, yeah, it's not whatever. Uh, uh, so so how how much farther are we are we going here? I think we should rest because I only have I have one channel left. I have two touches of luck left. Everybody's hurt. I have less than half my HP right. Yeah, now. we should we we should like go upstairs and like camp. I think. Um, so we're effectively declaring the. I mean, I guess we're, we we weren't really chasing Drakman or what? What was his name? Um, Drakari. Drakari. Yeah. Drakari. Yeah, I oh, mean. Drakari. Drakari Noir. I don't mean to overdo it, but, you know, we walk into the wrong room and that, you know, something like that. Like, Lord gets paralyzed again and, you know, it's just like. I mean, I know it's unlikely, but it, it's just. I don't think. Why we, die down here? I don't think we can, we can survive another, like, fight. Yeah, like a real fight. A real fight. Um, I hate, I hate cutting. I also think that killing that flood troll was one of the main reasons we came here, and then also to, to investigate more. Right. I think that, you know, who knows? Are they going to, whatever's going on down here, are they going to clean up and leave before we come back? Like, get rid of all their evidence? I, I doubt it. I don't think they're scared of us. I think they're just going to try to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, uh, just what? in the interest of uh, not moving anywhere else, but maximizing the potential of this room. Can I do a perception check around the urns and stuff to see if there's anything of use to us in the room? Sure. I'll do the same since I'm since Gormley is very interested in them. Me too. Uh, 11. 21. Um, even with a 21, you see that uh, even there's most of the urns are battered or in various states of uh, to being destroyed, um, but the ones that are still intact are just just hold ashes nothing of nothing of interest should, uh, should we look down this hidden passageway before we leave yeah ah, i kind of want to well, look the I one thing i want to look the one thing that concerns me about leaving and making camp is the lockbox upstairs yeah well we could take that with us easily no we can't it's we heavy. couldn't it's pretty heavy yeah. well no he said you you oh, couldn't you like walk around to explore right. and fight things but like just to carry I'd it say, home i, I say we do you have one more Channel positive energy. Mm-hmm. I say you do and, one more, and, and he doesn't have his burning hands. Yeah, one uh, more. Open the door. One more. Open the door. <laughs> the, <laughs> door right. the door or the passageway. The secret passageway. Okay. All right. I'm a channel again. Six. Yes! Oh, good one. All right, we're good. Maximum let's healing. do another. Uh, let's kill everything. Um, awesome. You guys chose a. Uh, a fun, a fun choice. I, I wasn't at less than half because I forgot that you did two when you were in the cube. You hit yeah. for two. Right. Do you want to open the door, Mr. Is it a door or is it or just a cobwebs covering no, a it's hall? Cobwebs are covering All right, uh, I will, like a passageway. I'll stealthily sort of Indiana Jones the cobwebs, just kind of peel them away and look down look down the hall. Okay. Dr. Locke, Dr. Locke. Should I do stealth first, then perception? Yeah, uh, roll, a, roll a stealth. Five. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you scream at the cobwebs. <laughs> uh, anybody down here? <laughs> <laughs> you just see another hallway, uh, empty hallway that ends in a wall. Blank wall. In a blank uh, this creeps me out a little bit. It's got a little bit of a kill room feel. Yeah. Gormley is going to grab one of the intact urns and cast light on it. So now it is, is emanating light, and she's going to chuck it down the hallway. Okay. Bowling ball it down bowling the hallway. Ball, bowling ball it down the hallway. Uh, see what happens. Magically lit urn. See if we see anything or it causes anything to happen. Ting, 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 okay. ting. You hear, um... Hold <laughs> Oh, you, you hear that? Oh God. That was good. <laughs> and then you hear, who's, who's that? Help me! Help! Oh. Help! All right, Lork goes in. Um, so you go into the hallway, and it just ends. And there's no door at the end of the hallway, but you hear this. Is it coming from the north, the east, the it's south? It's coming from, like, the wall to your... Uh, to your right. Baron. Uh, Baron is going to use his stone cunning on the... Uh, oh, you can just do this whenever you want, just find secret doors? Yeah, I actually get a... Oh, as long as they're made of stone. Whenever it's made of stone, the dungeon master should actually tell me when I get within 10 feet, I guess. But oh. That's fine. Dungeon master. Or I should it's, have a check within 10 feet or something to notice. It's made ice. <laughs> what did I roll? A six? Yep. Yeah. I get a 16. Uh, Detect secret doors. You you find a a room. Awesome. Because Gormley threw that thing down there, uh, it helps you to discover a hidden room. Ah. Mm. Connected to one of the doors that the guy might have gone through. Um, But in this case, it's not the guy, uh, but a boy tied up. And laying on the ground. You there. Tiny little room. Boy. Uh, <laughs> what day is this? <laughs> it's St. Swiven's Day. <laughs> oh, I haven't missed it. Oh, joy. <laughs> I want you to go into the shop and get the fattest goose in the window. <laughs> he said, help, help me. God damn it. I am such a sucker for that crap. Unti- I know. It's un- so funny. Untime it. Untime uh, all right. Uh, Lork is going to go in there and, uh, it, well, he's going to look for threats. Can I do a perception check to see if anyone is, sure. else is in hiding in the room or mm-hmm. there's any markings on the walls of traps or anything? Any clear gelatinous oozes? <laughs> One drop yeah, he's a little freaked out right yeah. now. Seriously. There we go. 25 perception. 25. Uh, no, he is alone in the room, but you notice uh, a pile of coal in the corner, and with the 25 perception, you see a sack under the pile of coal. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh, that this boy did not uh, see. Uh, okay, well, I'm going to leave the sack for the, for the moment. And, and, uh, <laughs> God damn it. Such Matthew. a mensch. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you ignore him and like, go right for the sack. <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, uh, well, uh, I'll start untying the boy and, and ask him what his name is. Baron walks in while this is happening. Oh, he- hello. Hello, my name. My name is Othdan. How do you spell your name? I, that's a strange <laughs> first question. But, uh, it's uh, O-T-H-D-A-N. Is that going on some sort of spreadsheet? It's accessible online. Is it for insurance purposes? <laughs> I'll share it with you on Google Docs. Uh, I will, um... Okay, uh, 
Who are you? Where, where are you from? I, I'm, I'm from Trunau. I, this, this half-orc knocked me unconscious and dragged me to this furnace room and locked me inside. I, I was just, you know, wandering around here near the plague house, you know, as, as many of the young people in town do, and I guess I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, what's the approximate age? And this boy is human? Yes. No, no. <laughs> you see me, I'm standing right in front of you. My approximate age is seven years, 30 days. Do your I, half-orc eyes not co- work correctly? Uh, yeah, um, sounds, like, sounds, like a Mon- sounds like a Monty Python sketch. I'm just I'm wondering, is he a teenager or is he like an, a seven-year-old? I'm 14. So a Don't talk to me about it like I'm not here. <laughs> I, uh, I interject and I say, are you hurt, boy? You need any help? I, 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 I'm okay now. I just want to get out of here safely. That 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 half orc has got to be around here somewhere. You, you're sure you're not with him? Oh no, no. We'll, we'll try to find him. Did he say anything? Did you hear him say anything about why he was bringing you down here? Ah, uh, no, no. Every time I, I heard him speaking to someone else, uh, some creature, but it was in a language I didn't understand. Oh, well, boy, the troll. We uh, just could hear little snippets of conversation. We uh we took care of that creature you might have heard earlier, so don't you worry. Uh, well, you're safe now. Um, we just want to know a little bit more about you. Uh, what were you doing before he captured you? Could you untie him? I did. I, I you think did. I, I said I did. Is that is it cool? Was it easy enough to untie? Yes. Did you did you roll to untie me? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm untied. Uh, I I was just uh, I was just snooping around and. and you know, the, the, the rumors that the, the plague house is haunted, and I, I guess I just wanted to come here and show how brave I was. That's a foolish move, boy. You don't come here unarmed. You're telling me. And without a healer. <laughs> you're, you're telling me. You're telling me, see? <laughs> At that moment, Gormley peeks her head around the door and is like, Hello. Oh, God, what is that? Kill it, kill it, kill it! <laughs> kill it, kill it! Uh, uh, so you hex him? Right, I give him the evil eye. <laughs> the non-magical evil eye, just the regular one. Regular. Uh, all right, well, look, why don't we see this kid out of here and let's, take him let's back? Do it. One last question. Uh, as far as you know, uh, was it just that half-orc and the creature down here, or do you hear anyone else coming and going? Uh, I, I only heard uh, the, the half-orc. Who I, I didn't get a look at his face, but if I saw him, I could point him out for sure. Um, and, and some other creature, but like I said, it was, it was in a language that was like, all garbled. So it sounds like we basically cleared this basement. We should still get him out of here, but... But, uh, here, take this. And he gives you a uh, campfire bead. And mm. a potion of cure light wounds. Ah, awesome! He's like, I, I have this on me. He never searched me. He just locked me in here. I don't know if he was going to leave me here for dead or or come back to kill me later. But um, and then, do you want to look at the underneath the coal pile? Yeah, yeah. I want to look at the. You want to take a look at the sack? Yeah. Uh, you find a sack with fifty-five platinum pieces. <gasps> Whoa! It's a treasure. Oh man! Othan says, "What? Well, I didn't even see that. I mean, granted, I was tied up, but I've I've had some time to roll around here. You must have great perception skills. Oh, I've got dark vision. You have terrible wisdom and even worse eyes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just have one question for you. I, I know you're going to save me, but are you guys going to be giant pussies and try and go <laughs> rest somewhere? <laughs> or are you going to clean out what is possibly the last room in this dungeon? I'm going to clean it out. <laughs> oh, good. Well, let's do that on the next episode. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.